0: Welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel. We're here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. You can uh, come on in. You can also join us. Just call in at 356-9397. That's 217 area code 356-WDWS. That's how it works out. And you can also uh, text us at 217 217- Three five one five three five seven. Experts today include Marianne Metz.
1: Good morning, Tamra.
0: Good morning. We'll take care of that in just a second. Okay. Uh, she's got a little short in her headphones. Hey, good morning, Steve Brown.
1: Hey, good
2: or morning, head. Tamara. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure it's in the
1: headphones? <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere up there.
0: There's John Weisgarver making it up to the table.
2: Correctly, pulling the scissors out of his pocket before he sits down. Oh, you're so
0: good, John. Ouch.
2: Yeah. He's, yeah. he's got it together. He's you done are. it
0: before. <laughs> okay, well, we, ha- happy May Day.
2: Yep. Yes, yeah, May, May Day.
0: apparently, it's also National December. Garden Naked
1: Day. Ain't ain't happening. And honey. I got the wow. p- <laughs> from my husband, I know, right? Mm.
0: So if you want to, I guess, garden in your skibbies,
1: go do it. Less. It's national. It's a national it's day. It's a national. <laughs> yeah. It'll be the-
2: this while it's still dark, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, no, it's, it's, it's already dark. over
1: because it was, right, you're right, at 4 o'clock this morning. Right. Maybe
2: God. if they only garden in raised beds so there's no stooping over. Oh, that,
1: oh God. <laughs> wow. I think we better talk about plants. Yeah, let's switch over to. <laughs> National to, uh, gar- Garden to, Naked Day. and other kind of gardening here.
2: <laughs> All right. Anyway. But, yes. What's okay. going on out there, kids?
1: Oh, nothing. We've just got a few plants in. Mm-hmm. I was just Thank trying you. to do
2: some space planning.
3: Where are we going to put the cannas next?
1: A space planner.
2: The uh, crazy cannas that we had last year and a little bit two years ago, but they're in gallon pots, and Cleopatra is one of them, but I think there's either oh, yeah, some Tropicana Pretoria out there yeah, yeah. And, uh, and a couple others. But Cleopatra is that one that has a, how would you describe everything? It's like a, you never know what you're going to get with the flower and or the leaves. It's kind
1: of schizophrenic.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, that's
3: a good terminology.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Not that Cleopatra was schizophrenic. Oh, I
1: don't know, and I didn't know her personally. But she was
0: colorful. Okay. I'll just make sure. that Sure, we can go with
1: that. Yeah. Because sometimes <laughs> it, it you can have a, a, a red flower, sometimes you can have a yellow flower, sometimes you can have a green leaf, sometimes red, sometimes red and green striped. No kidding. It's, it's really
2: cool. Sometimes the yellow flower has red spots, sometimes the yeah. red flower has yellow spots I or stripes. Yeah.
1: All from the same plant. All yeah. from the
2: same plant. Isn't that That's fun? That's
3: the coolest part about that the leaves are just so random, too.
1: It, yeah. Exactly. Just that's, adds so much interest to the garden. What's going to be next? Yeah. All right,
2: cool. And those
0: are cannas? Cannas. Yes.
2: Yeah. And it's there's some other ones canas. out there. Again, Pretoria or Tropicana has this great striped leaf to it. There's
1: mm-hmm. nothing better than a Tropicana. That is just a standard yeah. in the trade
2: with an orange flower. And yeah. so it's fantastic. And there's some other ones too. So that selection is freshly arrived and yes. i think we have another five or six thousand vegetables that just arrived this morning ish ish and um yeah and <laughs> so there my we'll, eyes got really wide probably five or six thousand probably won't be anything that we're not having in stock uh today so we're we're pretty full and the yeah. hanging baskets just a oh a, a compliment to linda and the and Amy and the team the ones that they grew in the greenhouse here.
1: The combos are, and it's
2: just prime in terms of the right size to be able to get them into your car and still be a big show right away. That's a good point. And then one of these days here, whether it's now or whether it's in a week, who knows? You can probably put it out there with not too much fear. Uh, I know the sweet potato vine wouldn't have liked you last night if you would have bought one that had sweet potato in the the combo. But um, just incredible. And some of the growers that we uh, work with, too, that supply us. Just the hanging baskets that they grew and their yep. combination it's to just, those bright green pots stunning. and their yeah. gray pots are, are, you're right, stunning. Why,
1: thank well, thank you.
3: And the best, yeah, the best attribute about the hanging basket is you don't always have to hang it.
2: Well, how
0: do you That's do that, exactly John? That's exactly right. That. <laughs> Good point. That's a great point.
3: Set it on a plant stand. Set it inside a container. Yep.
0: Just drop it down,
3: just drop it. Yeah,
2: and some of the baskets are big enough that you can do that and make it through the summer. And the petunia baskets that uh, Linda and the crew grew here—they're only nineteen ninety-nine, and they're in thirteen-inch pots, so they're huge. Fabulous. And and not only some straight of the best varieties. I mean, there's royal velvet, and there's uh, straight reds and straight whites and bubblegum pink, and all the best ones. But then there's a lot of them that are in a combination of three colors together. Or two colors together there's night sky petunias which is that purple one with the white spots and the stripes on it planted along with some white petunias in the oh, same basket beautiful. so
1: they're there's they're in groups the same color in, in groups and it, it's just it catches you from all the way across the sales yard you see that color is just fabulous
2: yeah. there's a, a vista medley that has um, bubble gum in it and it has a brighter darker pink and i don't remember if it's Mr. Fuchsia, or which one? Fuchsia or Magenta. I, uh, is or in there. But and then there's a white one in there, too. And it's just a, an incredible combination. It might be my current favorite.
3: Yeah. It's
2: it's a $20. $20. That's, that's a lot for
0: you to say that. It <laughs> is a lot for me to say that. Yeah.
3: 20 bucks. I think the, the, the simplicity of it is what's so beautiful.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. You're right.
0: Yes. Oh, that's what I saw a hanging basket, and it was just strictly blue Lobelia. Is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Lobelia. Lobelia. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Lobelia. okay. And, <laughs> yeah. Very simple, but so beautiful. Just stunning.
2: And I think if you had a, a morning sun location for that, it'd yeah. be just about perfect. Where it gets good, bright, intense sun, a little bit of air circulation, but then gets a break in the, in the middle of the day in the afternoon. Yep.
0: Okay. Nice tip.
3: Thank and you. I am just so blown away at the geraniums that we've grown this year oh my gosh i agree with you yeah
0: i popped my head back into that part of the greenhouses just to say hi to linda and and i was just met with the sea of rows of color and it was oh
1: my gosh just goes on and on it's just incredible they're beautiful it is it is you cannot beat a geranium i'm sorry you just can't and ours you can't beat anywhere and now that i have learned the little
0: trick it's it's a lot better. Where like one it once it has expired, go ahead and and just snap it off. Deadhead, yes. There
1: you go. <laughs> yeah, that's a much better name for it.
3: Because <laughs> that just makes them.
1: Or the dad had any experience? you a music groupie or something? I'm not sure, but a deadhead. But, you know, it's one or the other.
2: Grateful Dead, dude. No. <laughs> so you got any pernials, uh out there?
1: Oh, uh, only a couple. You know, it's early. Oh, yeah, oh we're gosh. working on it. Yeah.
2: I think. So, There's probably just about, I mean, everything's covered just
1: about? I do not have room for everything I've got in right now. It just is incredible. Well,
2: you might after today.
1: Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Let's sell, sell, sell. Well, we was like, some beautiful stuff coming in. The racks that came in from—actually, um, it was on my day off. It was fabulous. The timing couldn't have been more perfect. <laughs> uh, too bad we didn't get them too out. Bad good for you. <laughs> you didn't have to help. So they're the all sitting there waiting for me. Yeah, that's okay though. You know what? They're just—they're—they're all—they all prices on them. You know? Let's—if you want them, take them. Well, and I saw Brian. Uh, a few minutes ago and
0: he said well i'll go ahead and, and let marianne tell you about the maples that came in because she loves her japanese maples the japanese
1: maples have been stunning this year and they've been really? flying out of here really? it's just been so much fun the people that have never done them people that have are collectors oh my gosh a collector of japanese maples who knew um just it's, it's i just, just want to go stuff. see their yard it's a, it's a, it's a nice <laughs> way
2: to make if somebody has a little bit of an issue or a problem sound a little bit more acceptable
1: Sure. What kind I, of an I, issue or problem? I, I collect them as it's opposed not to a, I, oh. not I, being I hoard obsessive. them or I'm obsessive <laughs> about them. Or. I hoard Japanese maples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's something that happens when you're a gardener and, and it gets just out of hand. You become a collector, not an obsessive gardener. Okay.
0: And so you kind of have to like watch you said, that. It sounds better. Is it a fine line that you kind of have to walk then?
1: No, there's not a fine line. You are, you we'll aren't. Do,
0: <laughs> do what you want to do.
1: Yep, there you go. Okay, good. Three five six nine
0: three nine seven is our phone number. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. That's a two one seven area code. Or you can text us at two one seven three five one five three five
2: seven. There you go.
0: There you go. So yes. we haven't mentioned, if you don't mind my interrupting,
2: Mother's all. Day. Oh. everyone is coming up a week from tomorrow. Oh, and we had to modify the traditional special we've done the last few years uh, with the fifty dollar gift card purchase. This year, you get a free Boston fern hanging basket. Nice. And which
1: they're just they're, they're pretty incredible. Out of sight, this so year. it's
2: not mm-hmm. it's not the hibiscus offer this year. It is the the big beautiful. Boston it's the Boston fern, fern hanging so basket looking. offer this year, but Man, it's an incredible selection. Right.
1: they are just beautiful. I, I truly, I'm trying yeah. to think of a place now that I don't have as much shade. Darn it, where I could put and a that, protected area. Okay, and so what do they want? Boston ferns, protected.
2: Morning, morning sun, morning filtered sun, sun uh, dappled sun in the afternoon, but not hot, intense sun. Okay. Is that
1: intense afternoon sun that gets a lot of plants, and Bo- yeah. Boston's are one of them.
2: Yeah, yeah. and they, they like a higher correct. moisture requirement. They, they yep. do higher watering frequency.
1: But they add so much to your garden. Oh, it is just—it's sure. a, a look you can't get with anything else.
3: It's a—it's a great addition to if you have a porch. Oh yeah. You know. That's
0: all I think I've ever seen is like hanging in a hanging basket or maybe in a tall planter. Sure, tall planter
1: pedestal. Yeah. So absolutely. Okay. I I always have to remind people that green is a color. You don't have to have red or yellow or orange. Green is a color also. That adds a lot to your environment. And there are lots of shades of
2: green. There are so many shades of green. Oh, yeah. And so many textures out there. Shades
1: of green. That's a book. Oh, no, that's gray. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's
0: your book. That will come out
1: soon. Shades of Green. Oh, I love it. That's a great title. Shades of Green.
0: <laughs> okay, you have these cute little steaks uh, for the garden um, that I just, if you're, if you're going to plant vegetables with kids, I just think this is a great idea. You've got a little metal steak, and one is an eggplant, one is a corn, a piece of corn, one uh, is a pea pod, and the other is a carrot.
1: They're ju- not just an eggplant. This point. is a, a really goofy, pleasant-looking, like with hi. Eyeballs. How are you today? <laughs> you know, kind eyes. of eggplant. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just
0: had that to mention. That would be fun. These are cute. Kids these in, are yeah. new, and check these out when you come into the
2: store. Uh, Tamara obviously did. That one's <laughs> going home did. with her.
0: <laughs> so, uh, uh, with the uh with Mother's Day in mind, uh, you also have. A variety of gift cards. You can pretty much get it in whatever denomination you want, right? You
2: can get it in any denomination.
0: And then the really nice cards out here, like the papyrus cards. Yeah, those are lovely. It's a gift all by itself. The
2: boutique department's obviously popular uh, for Mother's Day. Uh, Candles are always popular for Mother's Day. Some of the floral designs have been good. And of course, anything gardening related. And (laughs) I think we've talked about this. On and off for Mother's Day for years, John used to reliably give his mother a gift of some perennials. Yes. And then he would say he would plant them. And I guess you pretty much did plant and you eventually got them done.
3: We planted together, yeah. That's yep. pretty cool.
0: That's a great gift.
3: Yeah, it was. It was a. It was great. And yeah. a nice
0: way that. to spend time together too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Even if she's just sitting in a garden chair, pointing and right watching there, right yeah. there. I yeah. love that. <laughs> I <like> that. I, <laughs> I can
1: get into that. I, I love
2: that. Don't hold your breath.
1: <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Little garden stand with a mimosa nope. on it. Mm, I can see it. See, sure.
2: So, common questions this week. Anything in particular?
1: Is it okay to put out? Blank. Yep.
2: Yeah. yeah. I had that one of course a lot and the other one I had a lot was is my blank dead. Oh.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, did- I I had a uh, a couple of calls from uh people that their trees were were just budding out and with those cold blasts oh, sure. last was it last week? When whenever it was. Whenever it was. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, it was just
2: a few days ago. It's a, It's
3: all a blur, but uh you know they lost they lost their their foliage mm. so uh you know with some encouragement i said you know more than likely we're going to have some rebound on the foliage
1: yeah trees and, and shrubs and uh, perennials they're they're pretty smart actually you know they don't just send out a bunch of leaves and then get hit by the cold and drop all those leaves and not have any and anything they're... else coming on you know you
0: done they have
1: a secondary but uh leaf system, and those will come out.
2: And it's a lot easier with the deciduous plants. Yeah. Uh, the broadleaf evergreens may or may not have the gusto yeah. to do sure. it. Yeah, the, the conifers may not have a gusto to do and, it.
1: And with those, you just uh, do a little TLC, you know, a top dressing of compost, a little heavier mulch, a little more water. Just kind of say, oh, I'm sorry, here, this will help. Okay. Yeah. And they'll kind of rebound after that. They should. Okay. So,
2: so on the blank, is my blank dead thing, I'd say probably just because of the popularity of it yep. butterfly bush that yeah. question's been there a lot yep. um, macrophylla hydrangeas yep. you know, the pinks and the blue flowering ones that question's been there uh but you know it's just not as popular of a plant uh, so some of these things and it's just a matter of you know scratching the branches and see if there's any green underneath and then you know, because if you don't see any leaves emerging then just hang in there uh, and then if there's no green underneath, cut the branching back to where it is green down at the base of the plant, and then hopefully it'll flush out.
1: That's why in the fall we always suggest that you mulch up over Buddleia, Caryopteris, those things that are um, subshrubs or not—they're they're they're shrubs, wo- they're but woody, really. but they're not—yeah, but not hard really. enough to be. Yeah, it's, it's good to, to mulch up because you, you're going to protect those. It just takes a little tiny bit to take that edge off of that cold. That mm-hmm. uh, makes all the difference in the world. But then you have to take the mulch back away from it. Or, uh, in the spring. Because ASAP, yeah. Okay. Cause Thanks then for reminding me. it
0: starts me. harboring. Oh, up. yeah.
1: Get on it. <laughs> Bella?
3: It's, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like uh, at my house where we have all the leaves left from last fall. Uh, that's covering. You didn't burn them. That's <laughs> no, sorry. no. That's covering. Uh, but everything that's under there is still coming up. Yeah, yeah. It'll come know. out through. Yeah, absolutely.
2: And well, that's nice because then it kind of covers up the leaf debris mess. So yeah. you can just ignore it again. It grows right through. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
3: then it breaks down into the soil. And I
2: think it's a system that's been designed that's more effective than what you could do on your own.
0: Maybe the the woods that he lives near. Yeah. Next to that's right, cool. <laughs> it's funny how
1: nature works, right?
0: It is. Yeah, you know, I, I was I was mowing my lawn yesterday, and I'm trying. I was trying to do it in a different direction than I normally do. Good girl. Really?
1: Yeah.
0: Is that because uh, that was my question? Is that really a big deal? Because no. it took me so much longer to try to do diagonal turn around diagonal instead of if, like if I could just do a square or a circle. If that's what you want to do. Do it. But, and, and if I'm careful not not to go over my ruts that I had the last mowing, isn't isn't that good enough?
2: <laughs> Theoretically, you shouldn't have any ruts.
0: Okay, well, I guess in in quotation marks ruts per se. If I can see the the lines from the last mowing, then you're oh, mowing way too often. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs>
2: so yeah. I'd probably. This is okay. I'll quit. <laughs> Look, I just want
0: to know if I can keep doing it the easy way. I
1: would. You can absolutely. You,
3: you know, can. Lawns are so overrated. Oh, come on. <laughs> really? <laughs> grass. Grass okay. is grass. John John
2: yeah. is here to tell you that lawns and sports are way overrated. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. No, I there's no yeah. agreeing. I just yeah, saying I'm that's speaking what I say. I'm speaking for you. <laughs> that's and what the two do
0: go together. Lawns and sports. They do. Miss Cubs fan. I still, it's just so beautiful to me how they will mow a baseball field, regardless of the city. They just take such pride in how it looks. And they'll do like a checkerboard pattern or
1: a plaid. That takes a lot of effort, actually. Does it? Lots lots more than what you're thinking about. Oh, I'm sure. It's a real um, trick to it. With setting different heights on your wheels. Whatever they do don't even you don't even want to get into it it's just a lot more complicated than Uh, um, you think okay um you guys do that to me every
0: year someday i will find the secret to how to do a cool and you're gonna mow
1: your lawn like a baseball field i might i doubt it it (laughs) if if it doesn't take me too long (laughs) have
2: have you guys had many questions about uh insects insect damage so far i have not no i haven't
1: I think it's been too cold. I know we've had a few warm days, and they've just been extremely warm days. But I think mostly, by and large, we've had a pretty cool spring.
2: Because often by now, people will say, "I have these holes all over my roses," or "I have the exactly. holes," or doing mm-hmm. this or doing that.
1: And and I, I'll be uh, admitted, I'm one of the first ones to have uh, sawfly damage, or you know, the little lacy leaf. Um, Leaves. So, so describe that, would you? It's it's like it's like lace. Uh, it, they're just little holes, like bullet holes, all over my rose, uh, the leaves on my rose bushes. And it'll start. Usually, it starts towards the bottom of the plant. But it's it's a soft fly that eats the holes. Um, I have a, a insecticide that I use that gets it, takes care of it. The the bear three in one. I like that a lot takes care of that problem
2: so that's where you drench the plant with it yeah absorbs it and
1: and, and uh, you know what it works yeah
2: <laughs> so so you, you are probably not going to even see this offline necessarily um no you see the, exactly. you see the damage right exactly yeah. no. The, the, a, the, no that's exactly the symptom right. yeah yeah it's, so if but,
3: you actually look it's just like a little tiny green larva worm under. no i don't want to see it well sometimes you can see them but very seldom
1: okay i just like now go yeah you're dead so that's
2: that's commonly what we'd be dealing with right now but we we just haven't seen that much of it yet like you said maybe just because i'm not gonna
1: have to go home and look at my rose bushes really carefully well speaking of the cool weather we have a
0: text that's asking about that uh they're saying no obvious signs of freeze damage on the leaves of my rhubarb after the recent cold snap can i assume that the stocks are safe to eat. What do freeze-damaged leaves even look like? And uh, and so they said they're going to be listening. Three five one five three five seven is our text line. As they ponder their answer.
2: Well, I'm not surprised you didn't see any freeze damage because it really wasn't that cold.
1: No, it wasn't. I mean,
2: 29 or 30, 31, 32.9, according to Marion Metz. That's exactly uh, right. Uh, Miss digital <laughs> thermometer. Uh, so every And I think, again, if you live out in the country or it's out in the open versus if it's a little bit more sheltered, it got warmer or colder than some of these temperatures. Uh, If in doubt, don't. If in doubt, let the stocks that are down underneath these protective stocks, you know, these outer leaves, wait another few days or a week and those stocks will be large enough to harvest to eat, you know, that couldn't have gotten cold because those outer leaves would have protected the plant and you're not eating the leaves anyway you're eating the stalks that are invariably sheltered by the leaves so personally I would you'd go ahead and yes eat the rhubarb absolutely
1: it's something it's it's a um, shoot I forgot the name it it's an acidic reaction that travels from the leaves down into the stalk but um, like you said Steve you're not eating the leaves.
2: No,
3: I, know, and if it's, it's it's got to be really cold.
0: But can that affect the taste?
3: Well, you can see some. Uh, if it's been that cold, you can see some obvious damage. It'll it'll turn a little bit dark or mushy. Does that make sense? On
2: the leaves. Yeah. So okay. I, again, I would do it under yeah. the circumstances that yeah. we had this last week.
1: Right, And 32.9 and just is
2: and, and if you're concerned about it, don't. Then just don't, yeah. And if you're concerned about it, the plant's healthy, it's growing, and again, like you're going to have so many more shoots over the next week or two, then enjoy those.
0: Yep. It's amazing that it's already sprouting and, and just about time to harvest. To start. Considering it's May 1st. I know. Wow.
2: Speaking of harvest. Yes. Sorry I didn't. Pick any asparagus last night
1: or this morning. Did you lose your flashlight or what?
2: I didn't want to bend over last night to grab it. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And this morning it was too dark. Gotcha. See, there's where flashlight works. I
0: understand both reasons.
2: Yeah. That's okay. But it's time. And it's it's performing. Doing
1: well. Oh, Oh. that's awesome. Perfect. It actually has been perfect weather for asparagus. It
2: has. And, you know, if you think about some things that. that are perennials, the rhubarb certainly is something that somebody can plant and enjoy for years and years and years. The asparagus would yes. be, and I don't know if we have any crowns left or ferrata crowns. Have some. We yes. have a few. Yeah. We still have some crowns left, yep. which you, or, you know, take a little bit more effort to plant initially, yes. but talk about rewarding and being able to enjoy it. Oh, for sure. Year after year after year.
1: Absolutely. And a
2: lot of the perennial herbs, too. So whether it's sage or thyme or oregano or some of these things that are tougher than nails yeah, that come back year after year, that you can enjoy immediately um Hmm. so
0: but these are cool weather vegetables and 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 well well,
2: because of everything i mentioned here is a perennial and live from year to year it tolerates the cool conditions it makes it through the summer it's a perennial plant you know so it's out there not and i'm just saying that compared to a cool Mm -hmm. season vegetable like radishes and carrots and peas and, and lettuce. lettuce and spinach and okay. onions and all that kind of stuff, which you can still plant now. It's not too late in any way, shape, or form.
1: That's absolutely right.
2: And I know they just stocked the seed racks again, so I don't think we're out of it. literally anything that's, oh, that's, great. that's time and appropriate. So those got filled up again yesterday, too. Good. Excellent. So we're in, we're in good shape there. And
1: the soil temps at the 4- and 8-inch levels are right at 60 degrees, so we're getting in the time where it's going to be okay for most things to go out in the yard. Great. We're getting there. Not quite there, but we're getting there.
0: Like, what are you shooting for in a soil temperature?
1: Oh. (laughs) Everybody wants to put out their tomatoes. But, you know, putting out tomatoes in too cool of a soil temperature... uh, Even 60 Can set it back. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, it's... But
1: but we're getting close. Well,
2: and I think, you know, the forecast could change six times between now and the end of the week. (laughs) But I think, you know, they're saying moderate average temperatures are cooler than right so we have a lot of nights in the 40s uh, Mm -hmm. coming up here and some highs you know not even out of the 60s 60s, so i think you know even though it's going to be warm the next two or three days right? maybe not tomatoes yeah so i think i mean what i see right now i would wait
1: it's going to be soon but not yet
2: i'd get what i want i'd have it ready to go absolutely so i don't miss out
0: exactly are you kind of looking for more of a 70, 75-degree soil temperature? Closer to that, yes. Okay.
2: okay. It would be nice if the nighttime temperatures are more of a 50 degrees and above as much as possible and so, not in the 40s.
1: Kind of like the tropicals. So, oh. like Steve said, most of this next week, the forecast... Is lows in the 40s, high, mid-high 40s, but still, that's pretty chilly for most plants that don't like the cold. What well,
2: was even chilly out there this morning.
1: Yeah, it was.
2: You know, it, it was. 40 degrees or whatever it was with a breeze and no sun and...
0: With the top down. Wet feet. Wet hair. <laughs> top down on your convertible. Yeah. Did you?
2: Good for you. Of course you.
0: I did. The sun shining. <laughs> I was going to say, you didn't walk in here with wet hair. No, it's because <laughs> you had the top down. <laughs> this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. You can give us a call at 217-356-9397 or text us at
1: 217-351-5357. So, John, you, you told me that you were planning on doing something in your yard a couple of days ago. Did you get out there and do anything? Because I forgot to ask you.
3: Well, unfortunately, when I had my day off, I had to do other things. Oh, I'm sorry. Indoors. Plus, it,
2: plus, it was kind of wet.
3: It was, It was. that was the day it rained. Oh, that's okay. right. Yeah.
0: That's so a wonderful yeah. excuse. I mean, that's a reason.
3: Well, yeah. but it was kind of crashed my party. It's,
1: yeah, it's know? kind yeah. of frustrating. It's okay. Yeah.
3: It's okay.
2: I understand that. So, question for you guys. Um, with some of the, crazy accents out there you got in some unbelievable alocasias caucasias you know some great foliage accents this week and some really neat cordelines. um i'm loving the lissomachia sunburst that it's about as pendulous about as hanging straight down as you can possibly get a rounded leaf dark green leaf a reddish stem on it I got to incorporate some of that in some of the containers. I got to use it last year,
1: and I loved it. Loved it.
2: So, how many times do you make notes of what you're going to buy for different pots and containers, and versus how much time do you just emotionally walk around and say, "I'm drawn," and I grab that? It's number two. Number
3: two. Well, I I just do the number one because I haven't been able to grab it yet. So,
2: so what you're saying is at least you can write it down what you're going to buy for this one. I and hope that. it's still
3: going to be here.
1: And hope that it's still there. You know, That's I've done right. that a lot of times, and it just doesn't work, Sean. I know. You're right. <laughs> yeah. You know. That's guys, when you, you go to plan
3: it. two or three.
1: Yeah. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the phones.
0: Bill from Muhammad is calling in. Hey, good morning, Bill. How are you?
2: I'm great. How are you guys today? Good hey, morning, we're great. Bill. Good, thanks. thanks. Good. So we had some elephant ears in some pots last year around the patio and the pool,
3: and at the end of the season, we took the bulbs, put them in a bag, and I just remembered they're in the crawl space. Is it too late to pull them out and plant them, or when is the prime time to do that?
2: You're not too late if they look good. Um, have you seen them since last September or October?
3: Nope, just driving down the road and thought about them when I heard you guys. So <laughs> we'll pull them out here in the next
2: hour. So. What would, <laughs> yeah, pull, what would, what would you out. do, you two?
3: Well, I think, uh, obviously, if they're firm and not shriveled or, or mushy, you're good to go. So uh, I think you'll have the most success. Are you, do, you, do you plant them in the ground or do you plant them in containers? Well, we've always had them in containers, but we we're thinking of planting them around the outside of the fence around our pool. And nice. we've never done that before, so we thought we'd give it a shot. We've got a bunch of them. I think uh, immediately I would consider starting them in a container to get them started because you're working uh, with that still that cold soil temperature. Mm-hmm. So you could get a little jump start on them and then you could transfer them into the ground you know, in a few weeks. That's
1: exactly what I, yeah, that's what I do, Bill. I honestly, that sounds really cool too. I love the idea of, of, of putting those along your fence, along a pool, near a pool. Oh, that's isn't what it? got Just me. Perfect. Yeah. But yeah, like John says, start them indoors now, a little bit of warmth. They really probably would enjoy that, um, to get them, uh, stimulated and
2: going. And, and when you, and if you had the luxury of a deck or a patio or a porch, you could have them outside yeah. during the day and then bring them inside in the evening and, and, uh, and jumpstart them, like I said. Just use a regular high-quality potting soil yep. when you when you plant them. And then, how much of the elephant ear would you guys have sticking above the soil line? Uh,
1: probably the top inch or two.
2: Yeah, just just uh just a peek out of the surface. Ish. And then when you transplant it into the garden, maintain that same depth. Right into the yard. And I, I guess I would caution you, Bill. too, um, most of us, have pretty heavy, crappy soil around our house. Yep. Especially if you had any excavation done with a pool and some other things, you're likely to have more of that. So in the meantime, while you're waiting to go ahead and plant them, if you can do anything to improve the quality of the soil where you do want to plant them by adding as much organic matter as you're willing to spade into the existing soil so it could be lighter and so the roots can develop faster and so it can drain away better than it would be if it was a heavy clay soil, I think you'll really, really like the results. Yep. All right. Thanks. Appreciate the advice. Have a great day. Yeah. Have fun. Thank you, Thanks, Bill. It's oh, yeah. going to be great.
0: Thanks very much. What does an elephant ear bulb look like? It is about the size of a coconut?
2: or
1: Some of them are, are like that, yes, absolutely. Um, and, and I have this perfect vision, you know, the coconuts, you know, sitting by your pool. But then <laughs> with all these elephant ears point. along the side of the pool and... Yeah, this, yeah, making it this is going to be a really great summer at Bill's house. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no kidding.
1: That sounds Maybe really
3: cool. pop in a couple palm trees, Oh, and he should too. come
1: and get a palm tree or two. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. would help. He could give us his address at that time also.
3: <laughs>
0: he could just come give out. Give
1: us an invite. Drop by. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. But uh, the elephant ears, we don't have any of the bare uh, bulbs of elephant ears. We yeah. have potted, things that are potted. And already kind of started. Yeah. Kind, not kind of, but they are definitely very started. started.
2: Definitely started. <laughs> there are several varieties out there too, yes, right? Yes, quite quite there are. Few, yeah. Uh, different leaf shapes, different leaf colors, different heights of the plant.
1: Yes. Oh. Can oh. be very interesting. Nice. Yeah, it is nice. And
2: I think you're absolutely right. If you could incorporate those, possibly some of the red leaf bananas, the insetis, uh palms. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would have the ultimate yeah. tropical feel. Some hibiscus. Yep. Oh. I love
1: it. I'm seeing it.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm ready.
1: Just bring that's, on the suns. That's your next project, right? A pool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Okay.
2: <laughs> Talk about oh. a, a few. He'd have to have the <laughs> lanai covering screen <laughs> in the area just because of the yeah.
3: debris. I'd be spending more time <laughs> pulling leaves out of it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I think so. I think yeah. so. So, um, can I plant X? I, I'd say the only thing I wouldn't consider planting quite yet would be some of the. Really tender things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the annuals, basically, I would hold off on those for the most part, except if it was like a dianthus or a, I'd probably even plant the Lobelia or Dusty Miller and some of that stuff. But impatiens, I'd hold off on. I would hold uh, on. Yeah, for and, sure. And, and marigolds, news. I'd hold yeah. off on. I'd hold yeah. off on the warm season vegetables. But if it's a perennial, it's going in the ground. Yeah, for it's, sure. If it's a tree or shrub, it's going in the ground.
1: I'd hold off on basils, tomatoes, peppers, most of those things for, for just a little while. It's not going to be long, right?
0: Yeah. Right? It's <laughs> not going to be long. I don't think so.
1: It's already May. Mother's Day in a week. 2021, 2021
0: oh is a third of the way
2: over. Oh. And, and again, if you want to cheat a little bit and you, you say, okay, temperature-wise, I'm not quite ready to do it, but soil moisture-wise, moisture it's diggable or it's plantable or it's workable yes. or if it will be soon, perhaps, before yes. we get some rain, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, let the sun and the wind dry it out here for a couple of days cover that area before we get the rain again lift the cover off when the rain's over and then once the temperatures warm up just a little bit then you can just get right in and you won't be rained out or yep. anything like that so you can control some things
1: yeah it it takes planning ahead though
0: yeah <laughs> hey Marianne, gotta remember <laughs> you haven't mentioned what you're doing in your yard or garden
1: I, i'm not doing too much well, I I do pruning, uh, l- small pruning projects, N- not not big things. You don't want to do too much of that now because sap's are running pretty good and stuff. But watching the tree, uh, the um, Japanese maples come out has just been fabulous. Mm.
2: Every tr- day it's different.
1: It is. And tree peonies. I just I had a friend just show me a picture of some tree peonies that uh, I shared with him, and and they're flowering. And they just look beautiful. But my tree peonies are all, all they've all just come out in the last couple of days. They're just blooming like crazy but the difference this year is that most of them are in full sun and exposed to the wind and rain so they're going a lot faster Uh, they don't stay on the the shrub for um, oh gosh i could have flowers for seven eight days ten days on the tree peonies wow Uh, that that's kind of a long time but that's when they were protected or in the canopy of the the tree that i lost Mm -hmm. but not this year they're just here and the here and gone so, I've got to be out there and enjoying them. So, I'm spending but, time in But The enjoying. temperatures are great for oh making my gosh, them last yeah. longer, they last longer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I did have one peony, a uh, herbaceous peony, uh, bloom. Uh, it it's, was what was called a rock garden peony. So it's really short, it was really pretty. Uh, and, and in full sun, of course. But it bloomed at the beginning of that uh, really warm, windy period we had last week. Mm. And it was just gone mm. in two days, which is very unusual. Mm. It usually something that Is that the variety week that you something. shared last year? Yes, I believe it is.
2: And and I'm more exposed in terms yes, of temperature and wind and stuff like that. So I'm not as far along as you are. I'm probably about a week behind you, I would guess, or if, yeah, not, so if not more. Plus, it was new, a new transplant.
1: It, it may not bud this year, but I hope it does. I think it will. That's awesome. That'd be great. Yeah. And it was called pink champagne. Nice. Isn't that sweet? Yes, nice. it is. Lovely pink flower.
2: I was out watering this morning. In the front, in the patio area, and the peony selection is still really good. Oh, my gosh, And there's yeah. so many that are budded heavily, a few that are cracking some color, a few yes. that are open, but most of them are just starting to bud. Yes. Really, really nice.
1: Yep.
3: Gosh, talk about something that's so rewarding and you'll have for for years. Decades. Yeah, yeah. Probably, uh, if you plant it, it'll still be here after you're dead.
1: After your grandparents. I yeah. mean, you can do it for your grandchildren. Sure. Because <laughs> it'll live that long. It, it's oh, yeah. Uh, 60, 70, 80-year perennial, easy.
2: Wow. And is putting it in perspective how much I value a really great peony that you just fall in love with the color on, I actually gave it two raised beds in the vegetable garden space. Nice. For some of the peonies just to have them right there as a cut. uh, That's nice. Yeah, because they're so cool.
1: They really
0: are. We love our pennies. And, yeah, ours are they're budding they have just a little they're showing a little bit of color and what i love about them is that they usually are blooming right around memorial day when we are taking flowers to the cemeteries mm-hmm. nice and so yeah we're able to use our own uh, peonies you know year so after used, year which used is nice. call it decoration and day some iris yeah. really. really
1: decoration day oh, Decoration yeah. well, Not day. memorial day and okay. you'll
3: typically see in very old cemeteries uh there's one by my house that's from 1875, and oh, wow. you'll see that cool. there are, there's plants out there everywhere. Sure, absolutely, is, it's kind of cool.
1: You know, one thing I learned to do with peonies was to what, it's what you call side budding. Uh, peonies, a, a lot of the older ones, uh, uh, routinely would one stem would have a main bud, and then in each leaf joint there would be in a secondary bud, and sometimes you could have four or five of those secondary buds. But when all of those come open. Um, The stems would fall over, you know, in wind and rain. Or um, it would just take so much energy away from the main bud that it would be a smaller flower. So the trick is to take all the side buds off. It's called side budding. Okay. And the main bud will be bigger, the flower will be bigger, and the stem will be less heavy. Oh. So it it has a couple of functions. But I I always do that with ones that I know are going to have... the multiple buds on it, but the hybrids typically don't have those side buds on it, so they're just they just stand up with one flower on top of them. Oh, okay. so you don't have to do that, but that's yeah, fun. Thank you for that tr- that tip. Sure, you're uh, welcome.
0: Uh, I'll <laughs> be you, doing that.
2: Or you can just put one of the uh, peony rings around it and not worry about it.
1: One or the other.
0: Well, okay, yeah, I could do that too. <laughs> <laughs> But if I can play with the plant, come on. <laughs> yeah, seriously.
1: You can stand there and talk to it or sing to it and do your thing. And yep. Yeah. So a question
2: yeah. for you. Japanese maples again. If anybody had any um, twig dieback on the tips of the plant. Yes. Certainly no reason not to go ahead and take that out, right? Absolutely. Oh, Anytime yeah, you notice no. something dead, always yes. take it out, whether yes. it's relative to this Japanese maple question or or anything else. Yes. If you verify that it's dead, cut it back to where it's green. Exactly. And
1: And we've had a little bit of that going on this year because we had um, enough mild temperatures to to get a lot of different shrubs and trees uh, budded out, uh, leafed out. And then the cold came in and burned the, the tips or some of the leaves, some of the surface of the leaves. So just go ahead and take them off. And if it was a branch, go ahead and cut it. Just
2: trim it back a little bit. And, and typically, well, not even typically, you always should cut it back to just above a leaf node or a bud. Yes. Right? Absolutely, yes. You know, not so close, microscopically close, that you're going to yeah. dehydrate that new bud or that new shoot. But you're talking about, depending upon the size and the scale of the thing, within a sixteenth of an inch to an eighth of an inch-ish, yeah, ish, relatively speaking. Yes. A quarter inch might be would be pushing yeah. it, probably, <laughs> if... if on the smaller stuff, anyway. Just, just say close. Just get close. Yeah. And then, huh. of course, that rule doesn't apply when you're using a hedge shear and you're just kind of whacking things off, <laughs> whether it's electric or regular, because you're just just the you're out there doing it. right? giving it a clean line.
1: That's a
3: good tip for your ornamental grasses, is the hedge clipper.
1: Yes, it is. And twine.
3: If it's a sharp hedge clipper. Well, and
1: yeah. just saying, it's probably a little bit late.
3: Pretty, to be yeah.
1: um, pruning back your last year's ornamental grasses, they've or, probably started growing.
2: But you could cut them high, you and could. then you could come in with pruners and try and get some of the dead uh, out. So. Sure, sure. Yes,
1: but um, hedge pruners—that's a great, great way to do it—and tying twine around the 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 stand of of the grasses from last year. Oh. Tying okay. twine around it and, and then using the hedge clippers or, or shears to cut it off. Oh. Great way to do it.
2: And if it's too meaty to use hedge clippers that way, just take a good pair of hand pruners and just bite through it that way.
1: Oh my gosh. That's, Where's that my hand out thinking about it? Would could they possibly be that thick?
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The different Easily, grasses? Easily where you it's like they're so wide you can't get the hedge clipper
1: around it <laughs> really you just can't you can't you know? so yeah. I would
2: do that I've taken a wood saw not necessarily a a pruning saw for a tree I'd take something with a finer tooth and just you know bunch it up like See. you're talking about and you just and cut slice it, it that that, right across. get that saws all out there yeah. you go <laughs> oh no, that won't jam <laughs> no <laughs> It's like trying oh, to cut, yeah. of cut them with a chainsaw. And yeah, it kind of not? jams up the chain Oh, there's the another blade. thought.
1: This sounds like Ed Kelly again. No. A flame or if it. you're allowed to burn, just burn them off. Because that yeah, works that's, too. That's, that's the natural way to, to, do, to do, do it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Okay. But, well, in, in well, because most it, cities, communities So if you live in Savoy
2: or outside it. of Champaign-Urbana, yeah. burn them. But not now. It's too late. Yeah. There's a lot of areas.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That, I, I've seen grasses coming up out of some, something that's been sheared off. I, I'm seeing new growth coming up, so it's it's been warm enough for grasses, to, ornamental grasses, to really okay. have a good start. Nice. So. I,
0: I will suggest don't don't burn them today. It's supposed to be very it's windy. Way too
1: windy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Absolutely. In fact, there could be a no burn notice.
2: Well. It, well it, oh wow. If, uh, they,
0: there if, was if, one the other day, so that's
2: why I bring yeah. it up. Yeah, they're that's showing all. green. It's too late anyway. Yeah. Okay okay hey so we're open till six today we're open ten to five tomorrow plenty of parking plenty of cashiers
0: mother's day special and a few plants
2: uh we have a there's lots of specials throughout the store there's some coupons on prairiegardens.com you might want to check out yeah plus if you buy a 50 dollars gift card uh, you get a free boston Boston fern basket work that's worth 20 bucks beautiful all right.
0: You've been listening to Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with plant experts Marianne Metz, John Garver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Dave Leak, and my assistant is Brooke Scholem. Thank you so much for listening. We'll have a podcast of this show available later today at WDWS.com. You'll also find previous podcasts of our shows there as well. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoy
2: the weekend. Happy May Day. Garden naked if you want to.